What are we gonna talk about today? What are we gonna talk about today? I don't fucking know. No, I don't fucking know. I don't fucking know what I'm gonna talk about today. What I'm gonna talk about today. <laughs> hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. It is me. Yeah, boy. Stu McAllister with me as always are the dogs. I got Wean Dog over there. She's dead on the couch. Wean, are you dead? Breathe if you're if you're alive. All right, she's alive. Same dog's wandering over in the other room. I think she's getting senile. No idea where the cats are. Nobody cares about the cats. No one gives a shit. But uh, how was your day, everybody? How was your day? Did you have a good day? Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. You had a good day. Why? Because it's a Thursday, April 28th, 2020 dose. It's, it's a good day. Why is it a good day? Because uh, it's draft day, everybody. It's the NFL draft. How about that? It's happening out in Las Vegas. A lot of people say they love Las Vegas. Uh, I uh, I fucking hate Vegas. I hate. I I am not a fan of Vegas. I've uh, I've been to Vegas twice, and uh, both experiences weren't really that good. And uh, I think part of the reason why I don't like Vegas is I'm not a gambler. Longtime listeners of the podcast know that I'm not. I am not a good gambler. Whether it's uh, any kind of card game or fucking betting on sports, I suck. <laughs> and so I don't like giving people my money. I don't like giving casinos my money. Can I keep my own money, motherfucker? <laughs> and then everybody's like, "Oh my god, so much shit is for free." Where? Where is free shit? I don't think I ever got anything free anywhere ever. It's hot as fuck. Uh, just lights, craziness, shit. Fuck it. I, I'm not a fan. Not a fan, not a fan. The last time I was there, I was held fucking hostage. And it's my own damn fault. I went there for a comedy competition. And, uh... I had to go the first day. They put me in a lineup on the first day. And then you got to think, well, I'm going to win. I'm going to be in the finals. I'm going to win this fucking thing. So I had to plan. I was there. I got there like a Sunday. And then I planned to be there through the following Sunday. I was there like a whole week. And uh, I got there for the show on Sunday. I go. I perform. And uh, I lose. <laughs> I did not move on. I did not fucking do what I needed to do according to the judges. So I was stuck there a whole fucking week. And um, I get, I guess part of the problem too is the, the festival. I'll out it. It was the uh, World Series of Comedy. If you're a comedian, you probably know. Uh, you've probably heard of it. If you, if you aren't a comedian, it, it was it's just this festival that uh, fleeces comedians. I'll say it out loud. It fleeces comedians. It gets 
guys to think that something positive will come from it and nothing positive comes from it. And I'll even challenge people and I'll go, okay, uh, if this is a good festival, tell me who won last year. More than likely you can't. Tell me who won it the first year. You probably can't. It's just a way for these guys to make money, right? But more power to them. They conned me. Whatever, it's fine. They got my money. Dicks. <laughs> um, and I, part of the problem, too, is this festival wouldn't even let me go see shows for free. I had to pay to see the shows that were in the fucking competition that I was in. Even if there were seats there, and let me tell you, everybody, there were seats at, like, every fucking show. There would have been no fucking problem with them letting me sit in the back just watching this dumb fucking show, but I had to pay. And uh, I refused. I refused to pay. I'm like, I've already given you fucks money. Eat my dick. <laughs> I'm not giving you any more money, you cocksuckers. Uh, so, yeah. Yep, that was not not a good time. Not not a good time for your boy. Your boy! Uh, part of it is you're supposed to do networking and whatever. I mean, there was a certain level of networking, but the majority, for me, at least the majority of the, the people, clubs and bookers that I was networking with were all kind of like West Coast people, and I live in the Midwest. I live in Michigan. If you're new to the podcast, I'm Stu McAllister. I used to uh, tell jokes for a living. I used to do social work for a living. Now I'm floating through life. Trying to find my footing, and I'm failing. <laughs> well, that's all right. It, it makes for good stories, I suppose. So, uh, yeah, all of these uh, connections were West Coast clubs and whatever, and they were all like, yeah, you know, if you ever, you're in the area, and uh, you want to come and you want to try out, uh, get a guest spot, or come on a fucking Tuesday to do our showcase, yeah, we'll let you on. I'm like, what the fuck? No! No, you dumb dicks. I live in Michigan. I'm not coming out to do a goddamn free show for you. I am tired of having to pay uh, to play, more or less. I'm like, fuck this shit. I'm not giving you guys free shit anymore. Fuck you. Fuck your mom. <laughs> Lick my dick, suck my balls. It's not happening. So, but the, the draft is in Vegas. and uh, I would like to be there for the draft. I think one year I would like to go to the NFL draft. And if I am not mistaken, if I am not mistaken, I believe the draft is in Detroit next year. Now, if I still happen to be living in this godforsaken state, <laughs> maybe I'll try to go. Maybe I'll try to go and, and see the draft. I, I think... A lot of people are like, why the fuck would you do that? I don't know. Uh, the older I get, the more interested in it I have become. It's, it's the whole process of uh, trying to figure out what teams take what player. Will, they, will that player uh, affect the team in a positive manner? If someone said today, and they're 100% right, a, a future Hall of Famer is going to get drafted today. Today will be their uh, their first step towards Canton, Ohio. <laughs> I'm like, wow, you're right, absolutely. And then uh, some guys today will get drafted today, and they'll be huge fucking busts. They won't do shit. 
and they will completely disappoint the team and the fan base and everything else. And you're like, ah, oh, fuck, that's awful. How awful would that be to be a boss, though? God damn. I think a good portion of the time, part of the problem or part of the reason why a player becomes a bust is because of the team that drafts them. Teams like that are going like top 1 through 10 in the uh, order of picking are usually shittier teams. That's why they get to pick first. And so you get this guy who's a good player and he gets to go to a shitty team and probably gets his fucking ass handed to him. Right? Or any team, uh, any player that gets drafted to the New York Jets, they're fucked. <laughs> the Jets suck and have always sucked. They haven't been any good since... Uh, What's his nuts? I think Rex Ryan. He took him to like two AFC Championship games two years in a row. Back in what was that, the late 90s? Fuck, they suck. So, uh, so it's exciting. I'm hopefully I'm going to try to get to watch it. I'm, I asked where I can watch it. I still don't have regular television. Apparently, ABC is going to show it. I still struggle with the fact of like, if this is being shown on uh, ABC or wherever, broadcast television, I don't get why we can't just stream it. Same fucking commercials, everything, right? Now, I'm assuming it probably has something to do with like your cable providers or whatever. Fuck cable. Who still has cable? Cable's for fucking losers. <laughs> Nobody has cable. Except losers, but they'll but they'll get to watch the draft. <laughs> Apparently, though, there's some place on Reddit I can stream it. I don't. I got fucking ESPN Plus. I'm hoping I can stream it there somewhere. Someone said it'll probably be on Hulu. I I think it's got. You probably got to have Hulu Premium, which I I don't have Hulu Premium. Hulu Plus Plus, whatever. I don't know. I just want to watch. I'm just really curious as to who the Bills will pick. I think, uh, to be perfectly honest, the Lions, the home state here of Michigan, I think the Lions will pick. Some people seem to think they'll pick that, uh, what's his name, Malik Willis, is that his name? From Liberty, the quarterback from Liberty. They think they'll pick him and I'm like, no fucking way. They are not going to pick that guy. No, get the if Detroit picks that guy, they're fucked forever. He is not going to be any good. They need to pick a defensive lineman. If the Jaguars don't pick that Aiden Hutchinson kid, the Lions should. It just makes sense. He's he's from the Detroit area, went to Michigan. He's fucking a, a beast. They should pick him. I know the majority of you just don't give a fuck about anything that I'm saying right now. But I spent the whole damn day, I, I drove like 11 hours today up to the Upper Peninsula and back. It was fucking a long day for you, boy. For you, boy! And uh, so I was just listening to podcasts all day where they're pontificating about who will take what. Who, what team will take which dude to become a millionaire? Oh my God, it's exciting for these people. But the, the draft also makes me realize the pros don't know shit. <laughs> I can do a mock draft just as well as anybody. 
And uh, when I get none of the picks right and they get none of the picks right, who's a better draft picker? We're the fucking same. We both suck. So it'll be fun. It'll be fun. I'm going to try to stream it somewhere and watch. Uh, hopefully I, it starts at, in like an hour. It's a little before 7. It's supposed to start at 8. Uh, by the time the Bills get the pick at 25, they say it'll be like 11 o'clock. Uh, some of these teams just fucking drag shit out forever. And I think a lot of it has to do with the fact they're trying to get maybe trades, draft picks. They'll fucking uh, head down in the draft. Some people might want to fucking go up. Who the hell knows? Who the fuck fucking knows? motherfuckers so yeah I was in the UP today meaning I had to cross the Mackinac Bridge and fuck that bridge I hate that bridge at least today was a nice day and it wasn't windy or snowy or rainy or any of that shit thank god that bridge is so fucking it's like five miles long I always think like ah, if, if, uh, if I were to drive off this bridge would I survive and the answer is no <laughs> no I would not I like taking the dogs with me because I know if uh, a gust of wind comes and does blow me off the bridge, I'll at least die with my dogs. <laughs> my dogs will be there to comfort me in my last moments on earth. <laughs> and they will be going, why the fuck did you bring us for this shit, you fuck? We hate you! <laughs> ah! <laughs> Do you think dogs think about that at all? You think they're going, oh, I'm going to die right now. Do you think, or are they just completely unaware of the the impending death that waits for us all? Speaking of death, I saw a flock of turkeys. Is that, do they call like a group of turkeys a flock? Is a flock for any kind of bird? I saw like 30 turkeys today just fucking sitting in a field somewhere. Up, uh east of Cadillac, Michigan. And there were a whole bunch of tom turkeys, the male turkeys, because they're all big and fat and had their feathers all out. Now, I've been told that it's turkey season right now. So it made me wonder, like, if someone came and had a shotgun, would he be able to blow all those turkeys away? I mean, it, literally, it would be like uh, shooting fish in a barrel. Because if you had a gun, like, just fucking, you could have a goddamn blindfold on. As long as someone pointed you in the right direction, you would have hit one of them motherfuckers. It's crazy. I was like, get out of there, you dumb turkeys. Everybody can see you, you fucks. No one, you guys are stupid. Now, I know Ben Franklin wanted the turkey to be the, uh, the national bird instead of the fucking eagle. So if... If Ben Franklin had been successful and made the turkey the national bird, would we be eating eagles at Thanksgiving? <laughs> Give me one of them eagle legs. <laughs> you got to make a wish on this eagle wishbone. God, that eagle. God, we got a 40-pound eagle. Are, would there be farms? Would there be eagle farms out there where they're just making eagles fat as fuck. <laughs> that visual is, is uh, very funny to me. 
these big, majestic, natural predators uh, are now turned into fucking snacks for human beings <laughs> for a stupid fucking holiday. We could have eagle jerky. <laughs> Maybe that's what we should do, everybody. We should make eagles a source of food. And that's how we can get them off the endangered list, right? Everybody wants to just start farming eagles. <laughs> Jesus. Ugh, God. So that was weird. I had to go to a zoo in uh, the UP, the Garland Zoo. And I know none of you are like, where the fuck is that? It's in the middle of nowhere. And for some reason, this zoo has like lions and tigers and shit. Now, I've never actually been in the zoo part. Like, I go in the gift shop area, and then they got, like, a little fucking uh, side room where they keep birds and stuff that I go into. They got a spare freezer back there. And that room always smells like shit. It smells like just fucking death. Because they keep the birds in there and small mammals, you know, small, like, uh, monkey-type creatures and whatever. It just smells. It smells like fucking turkey shit <laughs> but was, these birds are like they're uh like mimicking birds like they hear a sound and they mimic it and that was it was weird because i turned the alarm on the freezer uh, for those who are unaware i delivered divinat ice cream and uh i turned on the the alarm for one of the freezers just to see if it was working and it went off and then the fucking bird immediately mimicked the noise i was like jesus christ Get this bird on America's Got Talent. It'll fucking win. So uh, so that was exciting. So I never, like I said, I've never been in the zoo, but I was able to kind of peek out, and I saw they got some uh, llamas. They got some of them llama, llama ding-dongs. But I, did, I haven't seen anything else. They usually have peacocks on the... Uh, the porch area, but maybe it's too cold for peacocks to be out. Other than the UP, it's a different fucking weather system. It's so much colder up there. But apparently the zoo is opening up. The, the fucking season opening is tomorrow. And they wanted their dots. Exciting, right? That's exciting. Exciting shit. And then I had to go through St. Ignis and Mackinac City just to see if any of those establishments are open. It's all seasonal shit. For those who are unaware, uh, northern Michigan is all touristy shit. Mackinac is a tourist town. You go get fudge and other dumb shit. A lot of people love it. I've said it before. I'll say it again. I'll say it to people's face. I fucking hate that town. I hate tourist towns because it's just shit. There's just shit. There's nothing to it. You just crowds, which I'm not a fan of, and fudge, which I'm not a fan of, and overpriced stuff. I'll pass. So n none of these seasonal places are open yet because uh, they're probably not going to be open until like end of May. Because, you know, that's Memorial Day weekend. It's going to start getting nice and warm out. So that's when it happens. Well, my boss is like, stop at all those shit places. And I did. And only one was open. And the guy didn't have the freezer there because he had taken it home over the winter for the kids to eat the Dippin' Dots. So he didn't even have it there. So I was like, all right, fuck. All right, you fuck. So it was an exciting day, driving with the dogs, looking at turkeys, listening to NFL Draft podcasts, and getting through the day. 
That's about it, everybody. I ain't got nothing going on between uh, what I talked about last night on the Patreon and what's happening for me today. I got nothing. I got nothing. I would encourage all of you to go uh, listen to the Patreon. If you don't know what that is, the Patreon, patreon.com is a paywall. It's P-A-T-R-E-O-N. It's a paywall. And that means uh, if you want to hear or see things or whatever, uh, you got to pay for it. And for my Patreon, it's just five bucks a month. I don't have different tiers. A lot of uh, a lot of places, podcasts or whatever, will have different tiers. I don't have it. I don't. I I don't have enough time to have different tiers. This is not my full time fucking job. I wish it was, but it isn't. So I don't have that fucking effort to hear. For five dollars, you get this. For ten dollars, you get this. For five dollars, you get everything that I give you. You fucks. So, uh, and what is it? What do I get for those $5? Well, you get a podcast pretty much every day. Freebies are Mondays and Thursdays. This is a freebie. And I pretty much do a Patreon all the other days. Monday, Wednesday, or uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday. Right? Five, Five Patreons a week. Sometimes I miss. Like Tuesday, I didn't do a Patreon because I went to go see a show. And I talked about it yesterday on the Patreon. I saw the Glorious Sons, and it was great. So uh, if you don't, if you got an extra five bucks, give it to me. Don't give it to Starbucks. Uh, don't give it to fucking uh, Budweiser. Don't give it to fucking uh, I don't know. Don't buy a pack of smokes. Fuck a pack of smokes probably costs more than five bucks. When I worked as a kid, I worked at a I worked in a drugstore when I was a teenager, when I was in high school. I worked at this little local uh, drugstore. And uh, I remember, like, cigarettes was one thing we had to sell. So I just remember slanging cigarettes to whoever. I didn't really give a shit. They used to give away free shit all the time. I think that's illegal now, right? It would always be, like, bottle openers or cigarette lighters. Sometimes it would be T-shirts or koozies or whatever it was always weird shit and i had uh an alarm clock basic cigarettes (laughs) the fucking essentially generic version of cigarettes they gave away like a little alarm clock and i i i would always we would always take them me and the other guys who worked the register the fucking register jockeys we would always take the free shit because you'd have to break open the fucking cartons of cigarettes to sell them individually. So when you broke up a carton, you just have these fucking things. Camel Joe. Fuck, you guys remember Camel Joe? I think I had a... I wore a Camel Joe t-shirt. <laughs> Didn't even smoke. Never really been a smoker at all. I had a Camel Joe t-shirt. Marlboro Miles, all those dumb fucking things. Christ, man. So many gimmicks. Apparently, they're trying to ban menthol cigarettes. Because they're saying it's targeting kids and African-American people. Now, I know that's the whole stereotype of uh, African-American smoking menthols, whether it's a Newports or Cools or whatever. But how did that come to be? How did it come to be that uh, cigarette companies were like, all right, we're going to fucking uh, specifically uh, target African-American people to smoke our cigarettes. Like, why? 
Apparently, menthol cigarettes are worse for you because they got like uh, fiberglass in it or something, asbestos, AIDS. I don't know what. It's got some shit in it that makes it worse. Cigarette AIDS. <laughs> well, cigarettes? Is that what? Cigarettes! <laughs> Fucking dummy. So I saw, and they, you know, they want to get rid of all like the fruity, fruity vapes and fruity cigars and all that shit. Because again, it's like geared toward kids. I'm like, yeah, it's geared toward kids. What fucking grown ass man wants to fucking smoke tropical punch cigars? <laughs> Me, I do. If I were to smoke a cigar, I would fucking smoke tropical punch cigars. I don't want any of that nasty fucking menthol shit. Christ. Life's hard enough. I don't need that shit fucking fucking with me. Oh. All right. I've got a bunch of shit up here. Um, You guys remember Sage Steel at all? I know that sounds like uh, a romance novel character. Sage Steel. <laughs> the protagonist. The hero, Sage Steel. Sage Steele is a woman who used to work for ESPN, speaking of the NFL draft. Uh, I haven't watched ESPN in fucking forever, so I have no fucking clue who the fuck Sage Steele is. But Sage Steele is suing ESPN. She got fired. Fired! Stu, why the fuck did Sage Steele get fired? Well, she got fired because she's a dumb broad. <laughs> She uh, she did not like what her company, ESPN and Disney, were doing during the pandemic. They were requiring all of their employers to become vaccinated. And she didn't want to get vaccinated. She's one of them anti-vax dummies. And uh, she didn't want to get vaccinated. And apparently she was on a podcast. A podcast! Uh, that was hosted by former NFL quarterback Jay Cutler, who I don't know the name of his podcast, but uh, he's a dumb fuck. So I'm assuming the podcast that Jay Cutler does is shittacular. But she's on this podcast with Jay Cutler, and she says some dumb things. She called the mandate by the company sick, and it was scary to her in many ways, and uh, so she so she was not she did not feel comfortable about it. And ESPN was like, "Well, fuck you! You're fired! You're fired!" <laughs> uh, let's see. Her attorney says ESPN violated her free speech rights, retaliated against her, reprimanded her, scapegoated her, allowed the media and her peers to excoriate her and forced her to apologize simply because her personal opinions did not align with Disney's corporate philosophy of the moment. And here's the thing. Her attorney is Brian Friedman. Here's the thing, Brian. Uh, I, I know you, you must have gone to a law school at some point. Um, as far as ESPN is concerned, she doesn't have free speech. Fuck her and her free speech. Free speech is there to, to make sure that you don't go to fucking jail 
it's to make sure the government doesn't come and take your house or your assets of any kind. It has nothing to fucking do with your job. Your job can tell you to fucking lick their dick and eat their balls. All right? I'm not a fucking lawyer. I'm not a smart dude. But I know that. I know that. ESPN has denied suspending Steele, who had been with the company since 2007. She co-anchored the noon edition of SportsCenter on Thursday. Thursday? Just one day? Huh. Sage remains a value contributor on some of ESPN's highest profile content, including the recent Masters, in anchoring our noon sports center. Oh, I guess I thought they fired her. Apparently not. Hmm. Steel Center Colors podcast. She received a COVID 19 vaccine only because it was required by ESPN. I work for a company that mandates it, and I had until September 30th to get it to get it done or I'm out. I respect everyone's decision, I really do, but to mandate it is sick and it's scary to me in many ways. Um no. No, Sage. No, no, it's not. Not really. I uh I worked at a hospital for a while. I was a patient transporter. I worked there for like about two years. I just moved people around from room to room, that kind of thing. I, in order to work there, I had to get a flu vaccine. I was never really a flu vaccine guy, but I had to work there. I had to get the fucking vaccine. Cause I wanted to keep working there. I wasn't like, fuck you, fuck me, you fuck, you fucking fucks. Oh, also, everybody, I swear a whole lot. If you're new to this podcast, I swear a whole lot. I should probably say that up front. I swear because I like it. <laughs> Is it necessary? Absolutely not. But I fucking love it. I decided to get the flu vaccine. Can, can I sue them? No, because it's dumb as fuck. Steele claims that ESPN's proceeded to pull her from all hosting assignments for major events, including the New York City Marathon, the Rose Parade, and ESPNW Summit. Whatever. Whatever, Sage. Steele alleges in the lawsuit she only received the opportunity to co-host ESPN Masters coverage after she lodged a complaint with the network's Human Resources Department in February 2022. Ooh. Ooh. Steele seeks unspecified damages according to the lawsuit in which she also claims that ESPN breached her contract. She claims that her reputation and professional prospects have been damaged beyond repair. Why do you think that is, Sage? Why don't you accept some responsibility for what fucking happened? Maybe you just suck. I mean, I've never seen you, uh, Sage. If it wasn't for this thing, I wouldn't even have known of your fucking existence. Maybe you blow balls. Maybe ESPN is like, man, not only did she uh, say shitty things about our mandate, but she also sucks. <laughs> Danny, you know her. Danny, you guys watch ESPN. Are you familiar with her? With her once a week co-hosting of the Noon Sports Center? Who's watching Sports Center at noon? Fucking losers. Everybody should be fucking working. Except me, because I quit jobs like that's my job. If only I could get paid to quit jobs, <laughs> I'd be a fucking millionaire. Anyway, uh, I hope she loses. I also, I don't understand why she doesn't just quit. There's other sports things. You go work for Fox Sports or NBC or somebody else. Or maybe they realize you suck. Maybe like, yeah, we don't want this dumb bitch. Freedom of speech. Eat my balls. 
Eat my fucking balls, Sage. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah, there was something during this that made me go, oh, I should talk about this, and now it's gone forever. It's gone fucking forever. All right. Uh, Longtime listeners will know that I love doing these uh, Ask Amy, Dear Abby questions where people write in to to these uh, advice columnists and they ask him for their assistance on things. And I like giving my answer, which is usually raw, but uh, truthful and uh, probably better than what Amy or Abby would give you. I still am unable to figure out exactly their qualifications to give advice to anybody, but whatever. So I saw the headline. I only go based upon the headline too, everybody. I have not read the uh, actual letter. I have not read the response. I just saw this was the uh, the, the title of the, of the article. And so I'm, I, I was like, oh, this is interesting because it leads into something else. So uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read it to you and then I'll give you my, uh, my answer and then I'll read, fuck, this is Amy. This is Amy's. And then I will read you what she wrote. Why do adults feel the need to ask my teen daughters if they have a boyfriend? All right, here we go. Ask Amy. Amy Dickinson, syndicated columnist, Tribune Content Agency. Dear Amy, I am the mother of two teen daughters and would love advice on how to help them with a very annoying and inappropriate question they received quite often and started receiving in the pre-teen years. Do you have a boyfriend? I don't understand why this is of interest to so many people and why they think it's appropriate to ask, regardless of how well they know them or when they're in front of other people, etc. If our daughters answer no to this question, it seems to only prolong the misery with more questions and statements like, why not? Or I don't believe you. My daughters haven't found a way to handle the awkward position when so many people seem to regard it as perfectly normal, casual conversation, and they want to be respectful to adults. Or maybe we're being overly sensitive, and it's perfectly reasonable to ask a teenager about their romantic life. Mom. Uh, Mom, get over your fucking self. First and foremost, are you raising pussies for daughters? I think you are. If they're getting sensitive to that question then how are they going to handle like real questions that come their way? Fucking Christ. Hey, when are you going to lose weight? (laughs) What are you going to do about your fucking acne? How about questions like that? You know why adults ask kids that question? Because adults don't know how to converse with teenagers that aren't their own kids. Fuck, they don't even know how to converse with teenagers that are their kids. So it's just a simple question. Hey, are you, do you got a boyfriend? Now, I thought, as I'm reading it, I'm thinking, oh, is it because your daughters are gay, and so why is the assumption that they're dating a boy? Is I thought that was going to be the problem. Apparently, that's not the fucking problem. The problem is she's raising daughters that are pussies that don't know how to fucking handle questions. If this happens frequently, Mom, your daughter should be more than aptly able to answer the question of yes or no. And if, apparently, if no is, even if it's the correct answer, is, is the answer that gives them more anxiety, tell them to go, yeah, and have them make shit up. Apparently, it doesn't fucking matter because you said this is casual conversation. 
So, hey, if this is your coworker asking your daughters if they're dating anyone or not, just tell your daughters to go, yeah, I'm dating Tom. He's 36 and he's fucking the shit out of me. <laughs> oh, my God. Aren't you 14? Yeah. Mom doesn't give a fuck. Just tell him to make up the story and have fun with it. <laughs> right? Why is this an issue? I would get answered a question all the fucking time when I was young. It was always like how old I was. There are, I would all, inevitably, whenever I met someone new, they'd be like, oh, well, how old are you? And I would always have to go, I'm 18. <laughs> One time I asked my mom, uh, we, we were we were going to meet my uh, my aunt Ellen, her new boyfriend Charlie. Right? They have since gotten married. They've been married fucking forever. And uh, we were going to meet him for the first time, and I knew it was coming. I knew the whole "How old are you?" was coming. So I asked my mom. I said, "Hey, can I ask Charlie how old he is?" Because I knew it was coming. So just have your kids come up with a smart-ass reply. Are you dating anybody? Just fucking bring it back. Bring it back around. Who gives a shit, right? Tell your kids to fucking sack up, and uh, particularly if they know it. And the sorry, well, sometimes life sucks. Sometimes it sucks. Being a teenager sucks. Being a parent of teenagers sucks. Being an adult meeting a teenager for the first time sucks. You just deal with it. Now, if I were to meet a teenager for the first time, I'd be like, hey, you want to buy crack? <laughs> you want to buy some crack? I got a lot of side gig as a crack dealer. <laughs> All right, let's see what Amy has to say. Dear mom, Gak. She actually wrote Gak. G-A-K. Gak. Who is she, fucking Kathy from the comics? Gak. I remember this question from my own teenhood. And as the never dating high school kid, the question was both intrusive and bonus, a surefire a way to feel less than. How about you just fucking get over yourself? Just say dumb shit. Make up. Ah, all right. Amy's, this is Amy's time, not my time. Assure girls that adults tend to ask this because they want to connect but don't know how. Yeah, that's kind of what I said. They're likely not even particularly interested in the answer. Yep. Yeah, yeah, 100% correct. This annoyance will soon be followed by the also challenging where are you going to college question. I don't know. I don't think I ever got asked that question. Probably because they never assumed I'd go to college. <laughs> Suggest that your teens find a way to lap this off and then distract the question of their own. Haha. -ha. Only my Instagram followers really know what I'm up to. Did you date in high school? Ah, so there you go. See, Amy was telling to fucking wrap it around. So Amy and I were pretty close. Uh, I said to just make up some crazy ass stories. Uh, about dating a 36-year-old and getting fucked in the butt. <laughs> we don't want children, so we just fuck in the butt. <laughs> so there you go. Amy was, was pretty close to me. Uh, just a lot less swearing. All right. What do we got going on talking here? All right. I'm probably getting in with this. And then I got to figure out if I'm going to be able to watch the draft anywhere. But uh, one of my brothers, I got an older brother, Will, his favorite movie of all time was probably The Wizard of Oz, right? We've all seen it. We all love it. 
they used to play it on broadcast network. I think it was like every Easter. It was like it was weird. I don't. Why are you showing this as an Easter movie? I don't know. It was just kind of weird. But the uh, the dress that Judy Garland wore as Dorothy is up for auction. And uh, but for the longest times though, they didn't know where this thing was. Apparently, it had been given to the uh, Catholic University of America, whatever the fuck that is, to someone in the drama department in the 70s. Huh. Weird. But they were cleaning out office last year during the pandemic when shit wasn't going on, and they found it. They said they found it in an old shoebox. Now, how do you find a dress in a shoebox? I don't know. But they're going to put it up for auction. Jacqueline Leary Warsaw, Dean of the School of Music, Drama, and Art at Catholic University, said uh, when she first found it, all I could think about was watching the movie when I was a child and growing up with it. In a way, it was like I was looking at my past childhood. I'm like, yeah, I can, I can believe that. She and others are hopeful that nostalgia factor will come into play when the costume goes up for sale at Bonham's Classic Hollywood Film and Television Auction on May 24th. So if any of you guys are interested in purchasing this, it only has a pre-sale estimate of 800000 to $1.2 million. <laughs> Bonhams has the dress on display this week at the auction house in New York, but they're sending it to California for public view and then auction. I can only imagine uh, things like that definitely are going to have a lot of nostalgia for people, and people want that part of history, whether you enjoyed The Wizard of Oz or not, I think you can all agree that it has uh, pop culture references to it, right? It, it has that kind of nostalgia. It's something that we all know, the songs, The Cowardly Lion, uh, The Scarecrow, The Tin Man, we know it all. The fucking witches. The dress was in good condition aside from a piece that had been cut away while the blouse was more fragile. And researches, researching... Oh God, I'm, I'm sorry, everybody. I'm having difficulty stumbling over my own fucking tongue. And researching the dress, it was determined that Garland wore it in the movie in the scene where she was confronted in a castle by a threatening wicked witch of the West. The school decided to auction it off instead of keeping it and plans to use the proceeds from the auction to create a full-fledged film program in the drama department. I wonder how it got to the Catholic school university uh, in the first place. I mean, I, I don't know. Who owned it? Was it someone from the studio? Did Judy own it herself too? How do they fucking know it was? How do they know that the dress was there? Was there a way to... Was there a COA? <laughs> If you're a listener of the podcast, you know, I, I'm getting all these signatures on helmets and uh, football cards and stuff. And it's always important to get a COA, Certificate of Authenticity. Because I sell all sorts of shit on Macari. If you guys don't know what that is, it's like an app that's half eBay, half Facebook Marketplace. And I got a little store up there. I sell sports shit jerseys, bobbleheads, helmets, hats, uh, all mishmash of shit. I'll be posting more stuff come this weekend. 
Maybe I'll be posting some of these cards I got. So uh, if you're interested, go check out my link to my store on uh, Instagram or Twitter. I'm still banned on Facebook. I still got like another week of my banning. Fuck. Facebook has violated my freedom of speech. I should sue them. See how stupid it sounds, Sage? You fucking idiot. All right, everybody, that's it. I am done. Thank you guys for listening. I do appreciate it. If you guys haven't already, if you could go like the Facebook page, go like the Twitter page, that would be awesome. Uh, I don't normally ask people to do this, but apparently it's important. I, I rarely ever do it because I'm just, I don't want to force people to do anything. But if you guys can go and, and whatever uh, podcast platform you listen to this on, uh, if you can write a positive review, that would be great. The whole rate, review, and subscribe, whatever. I mean, if you don't have to subscribe, subscribe if you want. I, I, don't, I don't like putting pressure on anybody. Fuck. I know what this podcast is. I know who the fuck I am. <laughs> Maybe that's my problem. I need to be, become more delusional. Have a bigger sense of ego. Be an uh, egomaniac, a meglo. How about a megalomaniac? But if you guys can do that for me, that would be great. If you can check out the Macari store, that'd be great. If you consider subscribing to the Patreon, that would be great. If you can do these other things as well, too. If you can check out uh, Magic JBM, that's John Badass Midgley. He's got a page on Facebook, even though I'm banned, he's not. I don't think John's ever been banned. I don't think he uh, tries to incite violence like I apparently do. <laughs> but he's got a page for his magic stuff. He just said he had a show not too long ago, so it's good. Maybe he's got some video of it up there. But go check out his page on uh, Facebook, Magic JBM, and uh, you see all the good stuff that he does. If you can check out Bear Boards and Tables, that's bear like in a grizzly, grizzly bear. Bear boards and tables. Uh, that's my buddy Mark. He just had a baby not too long ago. He was out hiking with the baby. I didn't think a baby could go hiking, but apparently the baby's in a fucking stroller basket thing. And they went hiking. But if you can check out his page on Facebook and Instagram, Bear Boards and Tables, you can buy some of the good woodworking stuff that he does. He makes a keychains and knickknacks and all sorts of cool stuff and uh he can if you got something you want him to do specifically he can probably do it so you can message him again at bear boards and tables on facebook and instagram he's got a macari store as well too and uh if you mention the elemental podcast you get a 10 percent discount how about that check out the sunday slaw that's adam and stephanie house they eat coleslaw a married couple that eats coleslaw, uh, they're going to stay together forever. Because nobody else is going to date somebody that eats a lot of coleslaw like they do. So if you guys can go check out their Facebook page, The Sunday Slaw, you'll get to see all the videos that they do. And then if you got any questions about selling your house, talk to Adam too. He is a realtor here in the state of Michigan. And he can probably answer your questions. Make him maybe help you sell a house or buy a house. But uh, go over there to The Sunday Slaw and check him out. And then last but not least, my boy Matt Harper, who was a guest on this podcast, I think it was last Thursday, a week ago, uh, he's got a page on TikTok and Instagram, Matt Harper Art. 
He sells his art, and if you want to commission him to draw something for you, he can do it too. So go check out Matt Harper Art. That's Matt with two T's. The extra T stands for titties. <laughs> Everybody loves titties. Matt Harper Art. So that's it, everybody. I do appreciate it. Uh, I'm going to see if I can watch the goddamn draft. And uh, I'll be back tomorrow for the Patreon, or I'll see you guys on Monday for the next freebie. All right. Love you guys. Have a good day. Go Bills. See ya.